Good morning. Welcome to Daily Rema with Johnson Julius. Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Maker, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for all the blessings and benefits attached to life. Thank you for the victories over the night. Dear God, be thou exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Our Lord and Maker, this morning we come before the throne of mercy, asking for mercy over our sins and iniquities before you. We have nothing to hide. We confess whom we are before you, Lord. Dear God, please have mercy upon us. Forgive all our sins and iniquities in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus, the blood of atonement, atone for us. And let the efficacy of the blood cleanse our spirits on our body and make us whole from every filthiness, pollution, contamination, and defilement of sins and iniquities in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit Divine, these days we apply for grace and capacities to please you in all our endeavors. Even as we set out this very wonderful day, Father, please go ahead of us, lead us, guide us, other steps, direct our paths. Keep us away from all forms of evils and temptations in the mighty name of Jesus. This very wonderful day, Lord, we commit all our undertakings to your evil hands. Bless and prosper those ones that are not contrary to your will for us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear God. For in Jesus, the most prosperous name, we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. Fire. God bless you. You are welcome once again. Please kindly join me as I open my Bible to the book of 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter number 3. I am reading this morning from the book of 1 Kings. Chapter number 3, by God's special grace, let's try and read from verse 4 through to verse 13. 1 Kings chapter number 3. I'm reading from verse 4 through to verse 13. And I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. God bless you as we follow the readings. Now, the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because... He walked before you in truth, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for for him, and you have given him a son to sit in his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God. You have made your servant king instead of my father, Solomon, David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go out and come in 
and your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen a great people too numerous to be numbered or counted therefore give to your servant an understanding heart to give your people to judge your people rather sorry to judge your people that i may discern between good and evil for who is able to judge this great people of yours this speech pleased the lord that solomon has asked these things then god said to him because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself nor have nor have asked riches for yourself nor has have asked the life of your enemies but have asked for yourselves understanding to discern justice behold i have done according to your words see i have given you a wise heart and understanding heart so that there has not been anyone like you before you nor shall any like you arise after you and i have also given you what you have not asked both riches and honor so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days hallelujah amen wow this is episode 18 of conditions for answered prayers episode 18 of the conditions for answered prayer by god special grace ah uh, the, the, the divination of prayer that we are conversant with since we started this topic is the the pray i mean the divination of this patriarch jomboyan which he described prayer as a sincere sensible and affectionate outpouring of the heart also unto god through christ in the strength of in the strength and assistance of the holy spirit for such things as god has promised according to the word for the good of the church with submission with submission in faith to the will of god submission in faith to the will of god this is the divination we have been uh constant with every of the episode and uh, i've told you prayer is communication between god and man yes when it is christian is between god and man but if it is other way around it can be between small letter god g small letter g god aha so but in this our own it is we are talking about the maker of heaven and earth by god's special grace and i'll be talking about all these conditions by god's grace Whoa, whoa, I've talked about condition number one being locating and the connecting to the channel, which is your enrollment in the family of God in the kingdom. Number two, I've talked about the contrition. Yes, the Bible says the contrite spirit, the the contrite and the broken spirit, the contrite heart and broken spirit, God will not despise. Number four, 
I've, I mean, number three, rather, I've talked about be the doer of the word. The Bible says, not the hearer or the speaker <laughs> alone that God shall justify, but the doer, the doer. Those who do the word, number four, I talked about wholeheartedness. We seek God, we pray to God wholeheartedly. Yes. The Bible says, when you seek me with all your heart, that is when you will find me. Number five, we talked about the heart of love, the heart that is full of love. Because even while we were yet sinners, the Bible says, Jesus, I mean, God uh, threw his love to us word. He, he, he commended his love to us word by sending his son to die, even while we were yet sinners, while we were yet enemy unto him. So therefore, we need to reciprocate by also showing love. We must love our God with all our heart, our spirit, our soul, our mind, and love humanity as well. Then, number six, we talk about the forgiving heart or forgiving attitude. This condition is not negotiable. It is only one-way-sided. There is no any other option. If you don't forgive others that has offended you, your fa- neither will your father in heaven forgive your own trespasses as well. Number seven, we talked about assistance, strength and the assistance of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we don't know what we should pray for as we opt to pray. It takes the Spirit to navigate for us and to pray for us in the kind of groaning that can never be uttered with words. Number eight, we talked about praying in accordance of, with the will of God. Praying in accordance to the will of God. The Bible says they pray, they ask, but they did not receive because they ask and missed. For you and I not to ask and missed, we pray with the will of God. Number nine, the, uh, the be mindful of the church, uh, others. Have others and the church at heart while you are praying. The Bible says uh, that no, let none of us look for his own interest only. Look for the interest of others. That's what the Bible says. Then number 10, by God's pleasure grace, we talked about reverential uh, fear of God. That we should have the fear, the kind of awe of God. We tremble in his presence. Tremble at his word. Then number 11, we talk about perseverance or persistency. The Bible says men always ought to pray and not to faint. And then number 12, I talked about be specific in your prayer. Mention, be specific, know what you want. The Bible says come uh, with your uh, with your case, produce your cause before the Lord. That is uh, in Isaiah 41, 40, uh, 21, 41, 21. So bring, be specific about what you are asking. And as soon as you know that, number 13, you go for what you want. You ask, you ask, you seek, and uh, you knock. That is it. Number 14, uh, we talked about faith. The Bible says without faith, no man can see the Lord. So even whosoever that will come and pray to God must have believed that God is in existence and he can do Whatever you ask him, number 15, we talked about righteousness, righteousness slash holiness. Yes, we cannot just pray to God and yet live the way we want. We must live according to his, 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 his own standard. The Bible says we should seek first the kingdom and the righteousness. Then every other thing shall be added. Then number 16, 
with the number 16, we talked about uh, surrounding yourself with like-minded people, that is, those you can go in with agreement prayer, those who can pray for you, those who have your kind of mind. The Bible says two are better than one. If one for another one will help. Yes. And the Bible says one shall share a thousand, why two will share ten of thousands. And then number 17, which was yesterday, we started talking about covenant, sacrifice, uh, vow, yes, giving, vow or oath, and uh, giving. That was what we started talking yesterday. And then uh, I told you I will continue on that same point today yet before I go to another one, maybe probably tomorrow, if God permits. And uh, looking at our anchor scripture, you can see from there, the Bible talked about the young king, Solomon, as soon as he was installed. And uh, as soon as his father died, Solomon took a drastic step. He did what no king has ever done in the land of Israel. He went to Gibeon and getting there, what did he do? He sacrificed. Yesterday, I was talking about the power of sacrifice. The power of sacrifice. Yes, I showed you the, 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 the man that sacrificed in, in the Bible. That Second Kings chapter number 3. By the time you are reading towards uh, verse 26 and 27, even though that sacrifice that he, he made was not godly, God did not demand, uh, demand such, but because he doesn't want his country to be uh, uh, to go into extinction he doesn't want them to be to be to be outrightly uh, uh, sacked he doesn't want them to be exterminated what did he do he rather sacrificed the choice of his children the choice is the choice of all the children that is the prince that's supposed to be installed he sacrificed his future he sacrificed his glory he sacrificed the glory of the kingdom. Every prince, every prince, especially the first prince, the crown prince, or the crown prince of every kingdom is the glory of that kingdom, is the future of that kingdom. This man went ahead, he sacrificed him. He did not lay hand on ordinary soldier. He did not lay hand on the what what do they call them? The fatherless, the the, the if uh, the the orphan, yeah, he did not lay hand on the orphans that are in the midst of the soldiers. Those who if if he killed them, nobody will query him. He did not lay hand on them. He laid hand on his own son. He did not lay hand on any general. He did not lay hand on any uh, 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 any, any 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 children of the any child of the generals. But he laid hand upon his own child. Somebody that everybody has been call, calling our, our next king, our future king, our tomorrow king. They have been calling him king and he too has been working. And you don't know what? The guy also did not struggle with his father. The guy did not run away. He can run away. Yes, he can run away. And uh, you know, in the kingdom, if you, have, if you understand the kingdom where they are used, I mean, where the king and the 
princes are reigning. As the king has his power, the, 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 the princes also, they have some certain amount of power that they too, they wait. They wait some certain amount of authority and power. But yet, this king sacrificed the whole future of the kingdom in order to save that kingdom. And the Bible says there was indignation against the people of God. Whose indignation? Whose indignation? God is against sacrificing human beings. As a matter of fact, that was the reason why God gave the land of Canaan to the people of uh, to, the, uh, to the children of Israel. Yes, to the Israelites, because the people over there they sacrifice children. Yes, they make them to go through fire. They sacrifice them. They sacrifice human beings. So God detests such abominations. But this man, because he did it, he was desperate of saving the kingdom, of saving the innocent people. Then he did it and God (laughs) counted that thing for him because of the motive behind that evil act. God didn't see... That evil heart, but God saw through the heart in which he offered that sacrifice. And look at Solomon here. Solomon was here, he was just offering sacrifice from number one, number two, number three. He was just calling for more. Is my sheep still in me? Yes, sir. Bring more, bring more, bring more, bring more until he sacrificed a thousand. That is out of the way. That is crazy. Yes, it's quite insane. Nobody has ever sacrificed up to that. Do you know what? That bunch of friends, that crazy sacrifice gave him open check. The Bible says God came down at night to his dream. Solomon, why, why did you do this thing? What pushes you? What do you need? How could you do this? He brought God himself down. The Bible did not say an angel. The Bible said God came down. It was God himself that came to Solomon. And do you know what? God appeared to Solomon twice by virtue of this kind of art. Sacrifice. Sacrifice carry power. When you are talking about sacrifice, you are talking about giving something valuable. Giving up, offering something valuable or surrendering something so precious. Something precious to you that is your possession. You surrender it. You leave it. You give it up. Can you see? And when you are talking about sacrifice as well, sacrifice can be suffering for something. You, you deprive yourself for something. I was talking about prayer yesterday. Yes, when we are praying, fasting is part of sacrifice that we need to, 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 to offer. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. And when you are talking about sacrifice, when you are talking about that of uh, fasting, you is 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 not negotiable. It's not negotiable as Christians. No, don't follow the heresies that they are preaching over there. 
that the grace of God has covered everything, so there is no uh, there is no reason for you to fast. Jesus has fasted. No, Jesus after Jesus fasted was when the, the uh, uh, this gospel was written. Look at Matthew chapter number seventeen. All Mark chapter number nine. You find it there. Matthew 17, let us, because of time, let's read verse 19 to 21 of Matthew 17. The Bible says, Then the disciple came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, can you see? Look at that statement. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Can you see something? So, those who are preaching that you don't need to fast again as a child of God. Please, where did they get that? This is Jesus himself teaching. This is the gospel, the real gospel. This is not even the, 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 the message of the apostles. This is the message of Christ himself. Can you see something? This kind, there are some things that is called this kind. This kind go, does not go out except by fasting, by prayer and fasting. In uh, Matthew chapter number six, the disciple came to him. Ah, he was teaching them the art of prayer. He said, "When you pray, by the time you are reading that, he talked. When you fast, it is not if you want. No, when you you is a must. You must fast. So when you are fasting, this is how to go about it. It's a sacrifice to fast. It's not. It's not easy." To pray is not easy. I must confess to you, prayer is the hardest job to do on earth. Why growing up uh, in the uh, 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 about four decades ago, people believe that it is only lazy people that used to do the work of God. The only lazy people go to become pastors. In those days, if you want to become a priest, they say it's because you are lazy. But it's a lie. The most dangerous, the most hardest job on earth is to be a servant of God. Because it's not easy. You, walk, you can't live your life. You can't go where others go. You can't enjoy your life any longer. When others are celebrating and eating, you are fasting. When others are sleeping and slurring, you are awake, you pray, you pray, you pray to finish, you research, you, you read Bible, you want to listen, you want what, what, what will God say? It's very hard. It's not easy. It takes disciplined person who can sacrifice to do that. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. What about vow? We saw how Anna vowed yesterday in, 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 in 1 Samuel chapter 1. The Bible says, he vowed a vow. And then when you are reading, you can read Judges chapter number 11, from verse 30. We can see Jephthah. 
Jephthah vowed, as I am going to this war, if God, God, if this is his prayer, if you can save me and the people, if I come back in peace, whatever comes out of my house first, I will offer to you. I give it, I will give that thing to you. And this man was having just one daughter. Guess what? God will always be faithful. God will always be what? God will always be faithful. You know, when it comes to vow, vow is high level of promise. Can you see? It, because it's a solemn promise. Solemn promise. And then when you are talking about something solemn, you are talking about something giving is honor. You give your, your, the word of honor. That is you, you, a, a kind of pledge, a, a kind of honor you are giving. I mean, your integrity is online. Your dignity is online. So it, vow is a kind of thing, that, a, a, a kind of word of honor that comes from deep, sincere heart. Honest heart. He vowed. And guess what? God will want to be faithful. God will want to see how, dignit- how dignified you are. God will want to see how honest you are. God will want to see how a man or a woman of honor you are. Then God will play his own role. And will not left you. And what happened? He did that. The vow. The vow. What about covenant? Covenant also comes like that. It's agreement. It's pledge. It's promises you made. Can you see? But when it, it becomes between man and God, then it, you call it sacred agreement sacred it's, it, it is sacred when it's coming between man and God what about giving giving is another thing yes giving is another thing when you are talking about giving giving is when you are presenting something voluntarily or willingly without expectation of, 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 of compensation yes you give to the things of God. You give to the people of God. You give, you give to less privileges. Those who cannot pay you back. All these things will propel a speedy answers to your prayers. But today, people that are giving, guess what they are doing? They give to, they, they, we, are giving, we are not giving sacrificially today as Christians. We give calculatively. We give while we calculate. If I am not going to get back like $10, I am not giving $1 to anybody. If I am not going to get back like 100 Ghana cities, I am not giving anyone 10 Ghana cities. If I am not going to get back 1,000 euro. There is no means of me giving 100 euros to anybody. Calculative giving. No, that is not. It will not yield anything. That is the reason why many people complain today. Oh, hey, they call for this offering. I gave in the church. They gra- Who asked you to give? Were you convinced? You should not be forced to give anything. Don't allow anybody to cajole you to give what you don't want to give. You see... When giving comes sacrificially, when it comes, I mean, when it comes willingly and you sacrifice it, even though it, it is painful because what you are giving, God knows very well. You see, just like that woman in the Bible, the Bible says, 
everyone was coming to cast. Then she has nothing. But the two mites, and the Bible is talking about the widow's mites, the widow's mites today. And Jesus said, called the attention. He said, this is the one that gave most because she gave all. But these people are giving out of the abundance they have left. They have left, remained, but this one has nothing. And there is no hope that that woman is going to get anything back there. That is the reason. That is it. That is it. Look at the, 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 the boy that they got the, the two fishes and the, uh, uh, the Bible talk about the two fishes and the, the Bible talk about the two fishes and uh, sorry, I was a mess up at the, on the cardboard. Yeah, the Bible talk about the two fishes and uh, the, the five loaves of bread. They collected, there is no, it cannot even reach. How many people can that reach? It can feed 10, 20 people. So the person giving it out, the boy giving it out, having hope, having no hope of getting anything in, in, in returns. But yet there was 12 baskets left. 12 baskets left. That is it. When you give willingly, you give sacrificially, you give because you just want to give to others. You just want to, you want to alleviate pains. You want to alleviate poverty. You just want to put smile on some people's face. Those who are crying, you want to put laughter. See, all these things works wonders. It works wonders. Read your Bible very well. In the book of Proverbs, the Bible says, He that gives to the poor has lent God. That is, you have borrowed God. And you know, if you borrow money, you have to pay with interest. God will give you back with interest. If you have borrowed God anything, be rest assured that you are not going to get exactly that thing. Look at Solomon. He gave animals. Then he, he now bagged. He, he, he got what money cannot, cannot get. What that value of the animal cannot get. That is what he got. Wisdom, knowledge, fame, riches, wealth, name it, everything. Up to today, we are talking about it. Being the wisest man that has ever lived. Being the richest man that has ever lived. Up to today. That is Solomon for you. What opened the door of that? He gave to God sacrificially. He sacrificed to God. So you and I, today is still work. Yes, they say the church, they want to go on evangelism. This day. You sacrifice your car. Instead of you to, you don't join transport. Uh, bus. Oh, I'm not going with them, but you sacrifice your car. Please go with my car. Go with my bus. Oh, okay. I am paying the transport of two, three people that are going there. At least I will, I will be able to show that. You give it to them. That is it. That is the kind of giving we are talking about. That is the kind of sacrifice we are talking about. That is it. And when it comes to vows, sometimes you say, God, if you do this thing, this is what I am doing for you as well. That one is between you and God. If you are convinced to do it, do it. If you are not convinced, don't do it. Because the Bible says it's better for you not to vow than for you to vow and not pay. May God bless you. Pardon your head. Talk to God.
I think you understand it better now. Yes. Don't give out of pressure. Don't just because you want. You see, oh, God, the Bible says, God doesn't look as man looks. It is we that look at the situation on the facial appearance. God look deep inward, the motive. You cannot, you cannot scam God. So you, because you want God to answer you speedily, say, God, if you do this, I will give you this. God look at the intent of your heart. The content that is in your heart is what God looks at. You can't scam God. He sit down deep in the corner of your heart. So talk to God this morning. Father, help me. Yes, help me, Lord. Let me be able, yes, to do either giving, either vowing according to your will. In the name of Jesus, help me, help me, help me. In the name of Jesus, thank you, dear God. For in Jesus, the most prosperous name, we have prayed. Amen, 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 fire. God bless you. Should you want to share your testimonies with me? Or you don't, for prayer or counseling, you can reach out through the email Johnson Julius at the table of God's grace.org. Johnson Julius at the table of God's grace.org. Or you reach out through any of the lines plus 233560824656 or plus 233552482187. Both numbers are on WhatsApp and the Telegram. I recognize the presence of the wonderful people of God that are on Casbos. I'm so sorry, my phone cannot get to the page again. It started, but it, it, it malfunctioned just about five minutes ago. It started malfunctioning, so I couldn't see the page so that if you will be able to mention your names. Sorry. God bless you for being there. I'm seeing at least not less than 16 people are there now. God bless you abundantly. And I pray all your prayers shall be over answered in the name of Jesus. My name still remains Johnson Julius. Exploit this very wonderful day in your ramifications and make greater exploits for yourself and for the kingdom in the name of Jesus. God bless you. See you tomorrow, God willing.